This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, here we go. Welcome to the sound of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you on this Tuesday afternoon. You can reach us in Calgary, 403-974-8255 in Edmonton, 780-496-0063. We'll get to your calls later in this hour. Don't forget, 3.30 this afternoon, uh, we are going to get a COVID update from the Premier, Health Minister, the Justice Minister, and the Chief Medical Officer of Health. We'll have that for you live coming up at uh, 3.30 this afternoon. So much more still to get to here today. But off the top in this hour, on a much lighter note, looking forward to uh, a conversation with a beloved Canadian comedian uh, who now can add author to his resume. Ron James, veteran of the comedy scene. Of course, he's done uh, TV movies, and now he's uh, written a book, as mentioned. It is called All Over the Map, Rambles and Ruminations from the Canadian Road or at ronjames.ca. Ron, thanks for joining us here this doing? afternoon. I'm doing fantastic. Uh-huh. How are you? Good stuff. You're out there in the promised land. That's where I shot my <laughs> second uh, special for the network at the Jack Singer. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yeah, Epcore yeah. Center. Right. Yeah, Quest for the West. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was uh, one of the nine that I did, and uh, it's uh, actually one of my favorites. I think it was during your centennial year. You were in Saskatchewan, centennial year. It seems like light years ago, oh, though, man, you know? no kidding. I mean, in those days, you could make fun of Ralph Klein, Kretchen, and Harper all in the same <laughs> show without polarizing the room. Oh, those are fun times. <laughs> I, was living, I was living large, though, brother. Jeez, you know, and so were you guys. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, oil was 142 bucks a barrel. Every time a car blew up in Baghdad, there were two new trucks in every Albertan's driveway. Yeah, pretty and, much. And, uh, I mean, I got uh, in 2006 to 2008, uh, I mean, I was... I spent the entire winter in the West mm-hmm. uh, with encore dates at the beautiful Epcor Center and down at uh, at the Jack Singer again, and as far south, of course, as as Lethbridge and as far north as Grand Prairie and uh, and Fort Mac. Uh, it uh, uh, there's a chapter in my book called "The Land of Opportunity," where I I do pay homage to uh, Alberta and uh, and what it did for me in my day. I mean, you know, I was self-employed for 20 years. You never knew where rent was coming from. Yeah. So to finally have sold out theaters and to be making a decent living, that's as rare as a Stanley Cup parade on Bay Street in Toronto. <laughs> oh, that one that one stings, I think, to the Leaf fans out there. Um, by the way, Ron, when's the last time you were on stage? When, when's the last time you were able to perform? Uh, I wrapped up an Ontario tour March the 7th, 2020. Wow. And uh, I was just on stage, actually, at the Writers' Festival in Woody Point, Newfoundland. Uh, and by the way, if a person can't leave Newfoundland with a smile on their face and a spring in their step, there's not a medication in the world that'll put one there. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's certainly a battery charge for the soul. Mind you, I feel the same way standing in head-smashed-in buffalo jump. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, March 7th, 2020. And uh, live performance the wide world over took one hell of a torpedo to the bow. So, 
You had some time to write, I guess. I did. That was the silver lining in yeah. the cloud of COVID for me. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm wound up anyway. Uh, you, you know, I mean, Calgary was always one of the best places to run in the country. I always said, uh, you know, if you caught a tailwind with your endorphin buzz running along the Bow River, you could make Regina by dinner time. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, it was uh, absolutely crucial to try to find some um, pinpoint of hope uh, during uh, what's sneaking up on, on two years of COVID incarceration. And uh, I, uh, you know, I followed the rules and uh, I adhered to the requirements during lockdown. And uh, I took, believe it or not, you know, I took solace from my parents' generation who were referred to as the greatest generation. Uh, they were raised during the Great Depression and the light at the end of that tunnel of torment was the carnage of World War II. All we were asked to do was uh, keep your distance, go without a haircut, and watch Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, it's, uh, and I know, yeah. look, it's, it must be very hard out there for you to take calls with this attrition rate going through the roof. I mean, uh, look, I, I'm, uh, my heart breaks. I mean, these, yeah, you said something lighter at the beginning of the show, but my goodness, there's, there's just so many serious issues that have to be dealt with. And I have to say that when me trumps we, everybody loses. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I'm no biblical scholar, but love thy neighbor as thyself sounds to me like put your mask on. Well, yeah, you know, it's and it's it's sad how something so simple and and obvious can can even be a, a device to point to some. It's yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's tough these days, and people are you know they're they're on edge, frustrated. You know, I mean, it's it's been tough for everybody, right? So I I'm, I get it at some level, but yeah, it's feels like we're just we're we're tearing each other apart here. It's it's not good. Absolutely. And if there was one thing that I loved about comedy across the country was whether I was playing in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, Courtney Comox, or uh, Red Deer, Alberta. Yeah. Uh, the great thing about comedy is for the 90 minutes to two hours I was on the stage, everybody was on the same page. Yeah. And everybody was from all different walks of life. And uh, I loved that. In fact, way back in 2007, I got six sold-out shows at a Red Deer, the Memorial. And my daughter gave me a birthday card at the time. It had a picture of Justin Timberlake and Carol Channing on the front. And inside was a picture of me with my eyes crossed that said, sure, they're famous on the front, but did they get six sold-out shows at a Red Deer? Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I've got a real soft spot for your corner of the country, brother. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it, uh, it did me a world of good to be out there, and uh, it made my act better. And um, I always met people that had, uh, that had something to say about uh, how great that the land of the second chance was. Yeah, you know, it's funny to me. So yeah, to me, you know, there's like, there's truck drivers, there's maybe, you know, people that work like, um, you know, pro wrestling circuits or, and, and comedians, these people who are able to just see the country as it is, right? Just get in your car and you're driving from, from town to town and spending time there and meeting people. Like, you guys know this country so uniquely and 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 better almost in a way than than a lot of us do we we so many canadians you know we we don't get to see uh these parts of the country we don't maybe know each other as as well as we should well that's a very perceptive observation and that's what i hope the book does i hope it unites rather than divides because in my shows i always want people leaving them feeling uh, a heck of a lot lighter than when they walked in a comedian's job isn't to put another brick on the back 
uh, but to lighten the load. And you're absolutely right. Uh, the country, I mean, I've driven through blizzards a Yeti wouldn't wander. Uh, I remember the first uh, Alberta snowstorm I was in. I think it was early June. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I was, I was driving from I was driving from Lethbridge to Regina when the blue day turned pit bull ugly shapeshifter fast, <laughs> and in the blink of an eye, I was in a cattle killing blizzard. Uh, there were flipped up cop cars beside the road, and even a jackknife Winnebago. I yelled out the window at the guy. I said, "That'll teach you to come home this early from Arizona." but it's uh it does unify and uh it's uh and i hope that we get back to some some point of commonality rather than this toxic divisiveness and uh that's what uh i hope to achieve and mind you i mean the issues that a comedian lands on these days everything seems to be uh everything seems to have the potential to get people spinning off the beam so i'm just going to be keeping things universal you know yeah and uh hopefully find some kind of common denominator that we all can relate to uh that's uh, uh that makes us laugh at life's worries i guess you know and one interesting aspect of this book because i mean it's it's about your journeys and your stories and what you've encountered but it's also stories of others because you meet a lot of people along the way you you meet fans you just meet people in all kinds of different encounters and so part of this book is kind of like it's sharing their stories too you're absolutely right and that's why in the forward i dedicate the book to them it's as much theirs as it is mine and granted you know i i did take creative liberties with some um some stories about growing up but i will tell you and uh i can't emphasize this enough the people that i met who i spoke to in the days before i had this television notoriety i kept journals religiously and as soon as they stopped talking i started writing and whether it was i i, I remember this waitress from inverness uh, she was an elderly waitress, and she said, I'm closer to 70 than 60, and she spoke to me, must be 20 years ago now, at the Delta in Calgary, and she talked about how Alberta gave her a second chance. She was left to take care of all her eight brothers and sisters when her folks were killed in a car accident, and she flew them out there. And she said to me, she said, and thank God I had this place to come to. I've spoken to indigenous people uh, while uh, following them on a caribou hunt in the Northwest Territories. Um, I had uh, a blessing at sunset from a docent that had smashed in buffalo jump. And uh, it was uh, a remarkable journey. I talked to rig workers in Fort Mac, uh, and uh, it, it just never stopped. You know, I talked to grandmothers flying back to Deer Lake, Alberta, uh, I mean, back to Deer Lake, Newfoundland, after visiting their their children in Fort Mac. And it was uh, such a beautiful reward, and it was the hidden boon uh, of the road. And it provided me with a currency well beyond the payday's treasure, if you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. what I call the soul note of the country. And the soul note of the country were the stories these people chose to share with me for one reason or another. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because, 
you got a lot of career left, obviously. So this isn't like I'm I'm done and I'm reflecting back on on this career. Um, was no. it, did it kind of feel like that? Like as you're going through this process of writing a book and sharing stories, is it just kind of is it getting stuff off your chest, or it must be still reflective in a lot of ways, isn't it? The majority of it is reflective, but I did get things off my chest. I mean, it's a comedian's job to rock the apple cart, not ride in it, right? But I didn't want the book to be too... I didn't want the the book to be too political because everything's become so polarized now anyway. Uh, But it's all about the journey, and it's it's the journey that should be celebrated, not the grail at the end of the trail. And as a Canadian comedian, I mean, we were always... There's a certain kind of Canadian always asks us, uh, do you ever play the States? And when I say no, they look at you as like you've got a hairy ear growing out of your forehead. (laughs) And because uh, fame is always measured by, um, you know, affluence, money. And all I ever really wanted was to make sure I could... I could cover my mortgage and hopefully someday put my kids through university, which I have. And um, so it was this victory in baby steps follow, spent following my bliss, building a career one gig, one kilometer at a time. And that's really what it's about is the is the journey from place to place and the people I've met along the way who gave me a window on their world, as well as a celebration of some of the uh, uh, some of the people in my profession who might fly below the red carpet radar and not mm-hmm. get the recognition I think they deserved. I was influenced listening to listening to Steve Martin's book and and George Carlin's autobiography as well as Dylan's book and Keith Richards. I loved how Keith Richards yeah. talked about these musicians that he worked with over the years that we might not know, but that who um, uh, who really influenced them. And that's the thing with stand-up comedy. It's a lifelong learning curve. A blank page in the morning is still a blank page, whether you're Seinfeld or whether you're me. You still have to find it. And um, I was able to thank the people who produced my specials. And I was able to pay homage to that wonderful province of Nova Scotia I'm from and uh, my uncle who, um, who won his sobriety after a long fight and uh, adventures with my family and I'm speaking very seriously about my work but I think it's a very funny book too you know I kept that in mind mm-hmm. that people are going to want to laugh and as much as there was a strong narrative um, extolling the virtues of people in place and the struggles of the road there was also um, I wanted to make sure that you know the lessons I learned as a stand-up comedian to keep people laughing were there too. Well, and we look forward to enjoying some laughs once we get you back on stage. And in the meantime, as you say, some laughs, some insight, and just a whole lot of fun. Uh, the book is called All Over the Map. More at uh, ronjames.ca. Ron, again, thanks so much for making some time for us uh, here today. All the best. Thank you very much, and I wish Alberta the best. The province means a lot to me. You, uh, you, really, um, you really helped me grow a career, and um, I care about everybody out there. It's a beautiful place. It's filled with beautiful people, and I hope you all stay safe. All right. Ron, appreciate that, and I know folks appreciate that. We'll talk again, hopefully. Uh, all the best, Ron. Take care. Thanks, man. Cheers. Okay, brother. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. The one and only Ron James, uh, veteran comedian, actor, and uh, writer. His new book, All Over the Map, Rambles and Ruminations from the Canadian Road. Okay.
We're long in this segment. Not surprisingly, I could have kept going with that uh, probably even longer than we did. That was a fun chat. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.